morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Kedoshim. Pashas Kedoshim, though it contains but 64 mitzvot, 64 psukim, contains, according to the Chinuch, 51 mitzvot, which is a significant number of mitzvot. And what's even more significant is the breakdown. There are 13 positive mitzvot and 38 restrictions. I heard years ago from my teacher, Rabbi Kanatopsky, Zechrona Levracha, that just the breakdown itself shows a great deal as to what and how the Torah defines Kedusha and Kedoshim to you. Namely, a mitzvah's assay focuses on an object, a shofar, a mezuzah, a lulav, which are relatively easy to focus on and relate to. A mitzvah's losase, a restrictive mitzvah, focuses on the individual. The individual is not to speak Lashon Hara. The individual is not to take advantage of others. The individual is not to waste their time. It's much more challenging to curb oneself and thereby refine their character than by the positive relating to mitzvot. I'd like to focus on the end of the parsha, whereby, just as we had at the end of Parshas Achrimos, starting with chapter 20, Pasuk 22, the Torah says, Ushmartimus kolchu kosaibis komishpatai, you shall observe all my decrees and my ordinances. Vasisem osam, you are to perform them. And if you do, Velosoki eschem ha'oretz, asher ani mevi eschem shama ashebes Then the land will not vomit you out, the land to which I am bringing you to dwell therein. The Torah as much as tells us what the ultimate insurance policy for keeping the land of Israel, the Jewish people, if they live a life of Kedusha. Kedusha in terms of morality, Kedusha as well as the Pusuk goes on to tell us, and you shall distinguish, make a havdola, between the clean animal and the unclean, between the clean bird and that which is unclean. And you shall not make your souls abominable through those animals and birds which I have um, restricted from your diet which will contaminate you. And once again, 
Ve'yisemli kedoshim, you are to be holy unto me. Ki kodosh ani Hashem. The parsha begins and ends with the bookends of kedoshim, of kedusha, and Eretz Yisrael. We are reminded that not only does the Mishnah teach us in the beginning of Meseches Kalim that Eretz Yisrael is Mikudeshes Mikol Ha'aratzos, that the land of Israel is literally holier than all other lands, but the idea that we should realize how privileged we are to live in such special times. If you look in the Gemara Sanhedrin, Daf Tzadiches Amar Aleph, 98a, so the Gemara is giving us various signs as to when you will know that, please God, we are getting close to the finish line, close to the coming of Moshiach. Says Rabbi Abba, this is approximately ten lines down from the top, Rabbi Abba taught the following, In Megula There is no clearer indication than the end meaning that we are coming towards the ultimate redemption from then the following situation, Shenemar, and he quotes the Pasuk from the Navi Yecheskel, chapter 36, verse 8, whereby the Navi says, Viatem Hore Yisrael, but you, O mountains of Israel, Anpchem Titenu, will give forth your branches. Uperichem tisu, and bear your fruit, liami Israel for my people Israel, kikervu lavo, for they are soon to come. In other words, when the land of Israel produces and produces, that is the best indication, because it is producing for what reason? For more and more of the Jewish people to come and to have what to eat within the land. And one only has to open their eyes and they see what's happening in Eretz Yisrael today, that Beli Ayin Hora, the incredible productivity of the land, and the contrast to what it was like prior to B'nai Yisrael, prior to the Jewish people coming back to the land, it is so fantastic to see the living implementation of this prophecy. Pinch yourself, because it is happening in our days in front of our eyes. The excitement of Eretz Yisrael is further from a delicious clay yokar, which is found in Parshas Lech Lecha. God says to Avram Avinu in chapter 13, right after Lot separates himself from Avraham, this is Pasuk Yudalid, 
God says to Avram, literally lift up your eyes and see. From the place where you are there, look to the north and south, east and west, here it comes. The entire land that you see, I am giving it to you, and to your children, literally forever. The land of Israel is being given to Avram and his progeny forever. That's verse 15. If you go to verse 17, Hashem says to Avram, get up and walk the land, its length and its breadth, because I'm giving it to you, and there the Torah doesn't say, for your progeny forever. Notes the clay that there is over here two different givings that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving Avraham and Klal Yisrael. And that is the first one when it talks about Re'iyah, Avraham's looking at the land. This is a Ruchani. This is a spiritual gift which God is giving the Jewish people. And this gift, he says, is eternal. Never to be broken, never to be taken away from the Jewish people. And even when we are exiled from the land, he points out that the Mikdash Shelmalo, the Besam Mikdash, which is literally upstairs in heaven, is Mechuvan, is literally directly above Besam Mikdash Shelmato, the Besam Mikdash that we had and please God will have. And therefore, the Shefa, the blessing of spirituality, is on the land of Israel constantly. And I read to you from this Kleokar, Vitoeles Ruchanize, this spiritual gift, Lo Yosir Mizaro Adolam, will never be taken away from the children of Avraham. Ki af bizman shebeisha migdosh elamato eno bevinyano, even when the beisha migdosh down here is not in its state of being built, mikomokom habeisha migdosh shelamalo nitzchi lo yosur leolam. It will always be there. The second verse, where God tells Avram to walk the land, its length and breadth, that is the physical gift of the land. That is dependent. If we're worthy and deservant, we keep the land. If we're not, unfortunately, we lose the land. And so, this parsha of Parshas Kedoshim is so exciting in that... It speaks to each and every one of us today and says that we have a role in preserving, in maintaining Eretz Yisrael by our actions, and our actions count. Take a peek 
in the Gemara Ksubos 75a, whereby Rev. Mesha says something very fascinating. Rev. Mesha is the grandson of Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, and he says the following, quoting the Pasuk from Tehillim, Tehillim Pezayin Hey 87.5. The Pasuk says, Ulitzion Yomar, regarding Zion, it shall be said, Ish ve'ish yulad ba, literally this man and this man was born in her, and he, Hashem, will establish her on high. Says the Gemara, what does it mean? Ish ve'ish, echor ha-nolad ba, v'echor ha Namely, those who were born in Zion, those that were born in Israel, and those that are mitzapel lerosa, those who yearn to be there, those who yearn to be a part of Eretz Yisrael. So the answer is very clearly, those of us who can go and now and live in Eretz Yisrael, wonderful. Our children, wonderful. But even if we're not there yet, we should realize how we could and should be connected to Eretz Yisrael by being mitzapeh, by yearning. And listen to the following, if you just think about it. In the Shemona Esrei that we recite every single day, there are at least five brachos out of the Shemona Esrei that if you just stop for a moment and reflect, you realize that you are praying on behalf of Eretz Yisrael, because that is ultimately where the destiny of the Jewish people is intricately involved therewith. And so, the bracha of Birkas Hashanim, Parich Hashem Azos, when we ask God to bless this year, and we ask for our Parnasa. So I've got to tell you, there's a delicious comment of the Vilna Gaon as to why we make the bracha hamotzi lechem min ha'aretz. And when it comes to vegetables, it's bore priha adama. Why is this hamotzi lechem min ha'aretz? So on the Pasuk in Akev, 8.8, where the Torah lists the Zayamin and the seven species of Eretz Yisrael, says the Vilna Gaon, Hamotzi Lechem Min Ha'aretz, the bread comes from the land much deeper. The, le- the bread comes from the land of Israel. Now, even though you're going to tell me, wait a minute, this sandwich that I have for lunch, this challah that I'm going to have tonight, was not baked in the land of Israel, but the bread for the wheat, that the wheat grows all over the world, that bracha comes from Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, when we say in our Shemona Esrei, Borech that God should bless the year and it should be a prosperous one, this prosperity comes to us from Eretz Yisrael. The bracha of Kibbutz Golios, the ingathering of exiles to come home to Eretz Yisrael, 
when you before you say that bracha, pause for just one moment and realize what you are praying for, connecting with the ultimate destiny of the Jewish people. The bracha of Din, Hashiva Shoftenu Kivarishona, restoring the judicial system in Eretz Yisrael. The bracha of Lirishalayim Ircha Barachamim Toshuv. God, bring your Shechina back to Yerushalayim. And we pray for Chisei David, literally, the chair, the throne of David. The next bracha of Esemach David, Malchus based David. We want and praying for the coming of Moshiach. Again, all this is going to happen in and through Eretz Yisrael. These five brachos, if we pause for just one moment before we recite them, we are connecting with not only our glorious past, but Amir Tzashem, our very special future. Pasha's Kedoshim begins and ends with the bookends of Kedusha, reminding each and every one of us that we have a role to play in the destiny of our people, especially through our very precious Eretz Yisrael. Shabbat Shalom to all.